Welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Hiram Roche, bringing you another inspirational message designed to help you focus on the greatness that's within you. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with Anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. Um, first off, as you come on, I ask that you please share um, at, for those that are coming on to the live stream, for those that are listening to the podcast, I ask that you comment, make some comments. Please like as well as subscribe to this podcast and follow me so that you can continue on with this journey that we are on. So again, make sure that you are sharing with your friends, with your family members so that we can be able to have a great discussion on tonight. So before we dive in, I do want to kind of be able to kind of put out a special announcement for those that do not know, my podcast, our podcast, Focus on Greatness podcast is out in the public life. Um, So now it's actually on uh, Spotify. You can go on Spotify and be able to search it and find it. And as you find it, I pray that you are listening to it and that it encourages you as you go throughout your day-to-day walk and your day-to-day life, you can be able to take it on the go. You don't have to wait till the next podcast. You can enjoy it in your bedroom as you're taking a walk just to be able to give you your daily inspiration. So um, to be able to dive into tonight's podcast, I want to be able to kind of prep this a little bit. Um, Throughout these last couple podcasts, this is episode six of a conversation that we have been having. And in this conversation, we've been dealing with this mindset of connect the dots. And the mindset of this connect the dots that we've been using as as a platform of conversation is how to be able to find our purpose of why that we are, why we are here. And so in doing that, we dealt with our purpose. We've dealt with different pieces of how to be able to get to that. But as we've also dealt with those contexts, we've dealt with some other pieces of this puzzle. We've dealt with um, the the assignment. We've dealt with transitions. We've dealt with the um, our addictions. We've dealt with multiple things. But tonight, which is a very, very special night for me, um, tonight we are going to have a great discussion dealing with this context 
of purpose and perspective. So episode six tonight, we're going to be dealing with purpose and perspective. Now, I know you're asking, why is this a special night for you? Well, the reason why it's a special night for me is because I have asked a very special man to my heart, dear to my heart, one of my mentors to come on tonight and to be able to have a conversation with me and with you dealing with this context of purpose and perspective. So for those that are on, I ask that you put some hands up, put some hands in the air, post, comment some things, and welcome the one and only, uh, again, a man after my own heart that I love dearly. We're going to have some fun tonight and deal with some things. My special guest, your friend, Elder Tyrone Holcomb. Everybody say hello, hello. Let me just tell y'all, I'm Tyrone. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it's so it's if if you don't currently know me, just know that I'm a child of God and I'm thankful to be in the family of God. If you do know me, then I thank you all for tuning in because Hiram and I have been excited about coming together and connecting and dealing with this particular topic. Having said that, Hiram, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. This is a personal uh, and uh, very anticipated conversation um, yes. because one, I believe the perspective and the way that um, in reference to this conversation specifically on the things that we want to deal with, dealing with, again, uh, the purpose and perspective, I believe that you have a great um, some wisdom, I believe, that you can be able to share as well as bring to the table. So what I want to do is first start this conversation off just asking a question. When okay. you think of purpose, um, mm -hmm. what do you think about? Like, how can we, which is, again, a major piece of conversation that people all over the world, um, saved, unsaved, all of us is trying to find out right. what our purpose is in life. Yes. So what would you say to that context for people to help people find their purpose? Well, quite frankly, when I think of purpose, I think of it being synonymous with the term meaning. Mm. Do you have meaning? And that's pretty much what people are asking when they start to inquire about their purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, do I have meaning? Is my life significant? Is there some direction to all of the dilemmas that mm -hmm. I'm facing? And quite frankly, yes. When I think of purpose, every person under the sound of my voice, every person that's viewing this podcast that will be listening later on, you all, we all have purpose. And I can emphatically declare that on the strength of everything, Hiram, that's made, everything that's created. It's mm -hmm. created with a purpose in mind. Mm. I don't care if you look at a person or if you look at material things, a car, a couch. I don't mm -hmm. care what it is. You know, there is a purpose for it. Otherwise, it would not have been created. And yeah. for humanity, it's just as so. God said, let us create man to be made in our image after our likeness. And he said, and let man have dominion. And so God didn't just say, eh, what you feel like doing? I don't know. That's just right. come up with a concept called man. No, right. he said, no, we got a purpose for man, that man would have <laughs> dominion. 
And that's what God wants us to have. Now, we're going to talk about, of course, and delve into uh, more about in detail people's mm-hmm. purpose and meanings individually. Right. But when you ask me, what do I think about purpose? Mm-hmm. It's really, we all have meaning. And knowing your purpose, it provides you with direction. It gives you confidence and a sense of significance. Yeah. Yes, sir. No, I truly believe that. Um, I believe that that's one of the things that I think a lot of people, um, when they're asking the question, well, you know, do I have a purpose? What is my purpose? Like you said, they're trying to find that meaning. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure out, do, do I have some form of meaning? Do I, do, do I mean something to the world? Do I mean something to my family? You know, why am I actually here? They're trying to answer that question mentally um, because, you know, one of the things even we were talking before and I was sharing that what I realized is because a lot of people are trying to find this context of purpose when they feel like they don't have it, they would the majority of the time they get into this mode of where because I don't have a meaning, because I don't have purpose, why am I here? What's the purpose of even existing um, right. if I don't have a meaning, if there's no reason for me to be here? Mm-hmm. So I think it's great um, when we when we have this understanding of that when God created us, when God made us, he did. He made us with a purpose. That's right. Um, Throughout this storyline that I've that throughout the different podcasts that I've been having through these last couple episodes, I've been using a man named Joseph. Mm-hmm. And and I believe Joseph gives us a natural perspective of this context of purpose. I believe he he gives us a light to be able to see the ups and downs, the normal ups and downs of life. Yes. Um, but how all of those things tie into purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I also believe and see where is that even when we, we look at the, the Old Testament context of Joseph, but then we look at even the Jesus, Jesus had purpose and he That's talked right. about his purpose and, and shared. So just like you said, every individual purpose person has a specific purpose. So That's I right. guess the real question is, if I have a purpose, then how do I find that? Good. That's a real good question. Well, first and foremost, let me say that we all find purpose through patience. Mm. Mm. We can't rush it. Right, right. You know, <laughs> it, would, it would be great if we were all born with instructions. <laughs> <laughs> if we all came with instructions on how to put us together, how to put life together, but that's not how it happens for right. us. Yeah. And so we, we need patience. Why? Because God, he's a deep God. Yes, he is. God is an intricate being. And mm-hmm. the problem for many of us, Hiram, is we have this drive-through mentality. We want it fast. And anything that's done fast right. is not good. Right. No, I mean, not at all. If you want yourself, you know, if, you, if you're a steak person like me, Mm-hmm. And you want yourself a nice filet mignon, it's going to take some time to cook that steak the way you yes. want it. But yes, now, sir. if I just want a sloppy hamburger, <laughs> I can ride through the drive through Right. And too many of us, and I'll say, you know, God bless my millennials, mm-hmm. but, but the millennial generation, they've been so blessed with having everything so quickly at their fingertips. Right. So now we live in a 
a, a fast life. We we drive mm-hmm. fast cars. We're in the fast lane. We make a fast buck. We live off fast food. I want my purpose fast. Right. And if I right. don't get it fast, I don't have time to wait. Yeah. But we need to know that purpose it is planned by God. You know, Jeremiah 29, 11, I'm going to read the NIV. It says, mm-hmm. for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Now, if you plan something, you strategize it. Yeah. Right. You take your time to put it together. That's another problem with us is oftentimes, and myself included, we mm-hmm. don't make plans for next week. Right. We take each day as it comes. So when somebody say, you know, set a five-year goal, set right. a 10-year goal, I can't even imagine. I may not even be here. That's pretty right. much generally the mindset of most. Yeah. However, that's not God. God yeah. takes his time with us. And so we're going to need that patience. The other thing is we can't disqualify when you say, how can you discover your purpose? Mm-hmm. Don't disqualify your purpose by virtue of your pain. You mm. mentioned Joseph. And right. Joseph was a dreamer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and Joseph understood from his youth, I have purpose. Yeah. And all of us, when we're kids, we have that sense of purpose purpose when we if we can think back in the recesses of our minds we all as children we have a sense of what we want to be you know where we want to be one day but life disappointments life has a way of discouraging us and and, and kicking us and Mm -hmm. pushing us down and somehow we feel that when we go through pain all of a sudden maybe i didn't have a purpose but no, mm. the reason why the pain is because you have a purpose. And wow. the more pain and the more pressure, the greater mm. the purpose. The greater the purpose. It's, it's mm. like popcorn. You know, you, if you ever popped popcorn, whether old school like myself mm-hmm. or in the microwave, all the kernels look alike. Right. But they don't yep. all pop at the same time. And so don't look at me and say, well, man, this guy looked like he got it all going on and he got a purpose. No, what you need to do is maybe look at me or look at whoever you esteem and mm-hmm. say, because they got a purpose. It's mm. a telltale sign that I have one. It's wow. just they popped before me. Mm. And if there was no sense of purpose, I wouldn't see anybody doing anything. But if you can see your, your, I don't care if you aspire to be a great orator or mm-hmm. a writer or a singer or mm-hmm. a chef, you know, an auto mechanic, the, the, the mere virtue that you see other people operating and functioning with mm-hmm. a purpose, it tells you that God created me with a yeah. purpose in mind. With that being said, let me go into specifically mm-hmm. how to discover your purpose. If you don't mind. Yes, sir. Please do. Number one, I believe that you have to look at yourself, Mm Hyrule. If a person wants to discover their purpose, Mm -hmm. they don't have to look no further than their own selves. Start with looking at yourself. Mm -hmm. And when I say look at yourself, what I'm primarily speaking of is 
Look at what you typically enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. When you think about yourself, not, you know, how much money you want to make in life. Right. That'll right. take you away from your purpose. So don't, don't ever measure purpose by a paycheck. Mm-hmm. No. Look at what do you enjoy doing? And when I say what do you enjoy doing, think about it this way. What would you do if nobody never paid you to do it? Mm. What would you naturally do? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I think of you, Hiram, I don't know in terms of your desires, your goals, but mm-hmm. you have a wonderful voice. Mm-hmm. And so you may at times find yourself humming, singing. Mm-hmm. When the pressure is applied, all of a sudden you find yourself just singing. And nobody don't have to pay you to right. sing at that time. It's just something that comes natural. You yeah. know, for me, it's encouraging. And I love mm-hmm counseling. I love encouraging people. So when we talk about discovering your purpose, just examine yourself and Mm -hmm. think about what is it that I like doing? And a lot of times what we call hobbies, that's our purpose. Mm. Because we'll go to a job or we'll take up a career for a paycheck. Mm -hmm. And then when we get off work, we may go and start painting. Yeah, we, We may go outside staring at the stars. Yeah, You may sit and listen to television all day long. And people say, why do you watch TV? You may say, I just like listening. Mm-hmm. That can be your, you could be a counselor. Yeah. You know, people yeah. pay thousands of dollars Whole to have somebody just listen to them. It's <laughs> called a psychiatrist. Yep. <laughs> and, so, and so number one, you need to look at yourself. But then number two, I would say, look at the people that's around you hmm. and listen to them. Listen to those people. Like I just told you, hey, man, I, I see you as an awesome psalmist, mm-hmm. among other things. So if you want to know your purpose, a lot of times people will tell you mm-hmm. your purpose if you just listen to them. Right, right. I know a lot of people would say to me, Tyrone, you can tell them stories. You an <laughs> awesome storyteller. Well, honestly, growing up, I always heard that, but it it never dawned on me, well, I'm going to be a great storyteller one day. No, I just thought, okay, well, they like my stories. Um, Unbeknownst to me, that was a part of my makeup that I was able to analyze and to be Mm -hmm. able to break down, if you would, a particular text or a particular meaning or bring to life, if Mm -hmm. you would, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, anything. So with that being said, you want to make sure that you do that. Now, I want to say five things in particular and allow you to jump back in. Let me just say five <laughs> things. When we talk about discovering your purpose, mm-hmm. ask yourself, for those who's listening, ask mm-hmm. yourself these five questions, and I think it'll help you really delineate mm-hmm. your purpose. Ask yourself, who are you? Hmm. Just ask yourself, who are you? Then number two, what do you do? And for many people, they get stuck right there because they they mesh the two. They think what they do is who they are, but it's not. So Mm -hmm. ask, who are you? Number two, ask, what do I do? But then number three, who do you do it for? Hmm. Who do you do it for? Yeah. And then number four, what those people, what do they want and need? And then Hmm. finally, number five, ask, how are they changed? 
as a result of what you gave them. And so if you really think about those five questions, it'll help close the gap mm-hmm. to you discovering your purpose. Who, who am I? I'm Tyrone Holcomb. You know, what do I do? I preach, I teach, I, I counsel, I write books. Well, mm-hmm. who do I do it for? I do it for the people who needs to be encouraged in life, the people who feel like life is pushing them back and pushing them down. And then what do those people need? They need encouragement. Mm -hmm. They need encouragement. And then as a result of me giving it, what is the result? They walk away inspired, uplifted. And therefore, if I can pull that off, that's my purpose. Yeah. Now, and if I was to say, Hiram, people, they need to be encouraged by song. And I try to sing and they don't (laughs) walk away encouraged. That ain't my purpose. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. No, that's, that's good. That's good. So I hope all of y'all that are on and listening, even those that will be listening later on, that you take this because this is, again, to be able to answer this question of how to be able to not only know that we have one, mm-hmm. but to be able to discover discover how we can find our purpose in our own selves and walk in it, we need to be able to answer these questions that he just shared. I do want to, um, per se, also go back a little bit because one of the things that I love that you said um, that that popped out, even with with the um, the different the five different pieces, the two different um, things as well, to be able to help us discover what our purpose is. You made a statement and you said when we see people before us doing their purpose, let yes. that be in some in, in some form an inspiration or inspire you to be able to say that I have purpose because they have purpose. Yes. Um, but I also want to add on to that is this statement is understand that sometimes the people that you see that have purpose in the thing that you desire to do might be the people that God used to shape yours. Exactly. Um, because all, I believe that everyone um, in life, no matter who you are, should be having someone that takes the time to shape the purpose that's in you. Yes. Um, one of the things that we dealt with throughout these different episodes is we dealt with in between um, every transition in your life um, is, is dealing with change and development and growth. Mm-hmm. Um, so when God is transitioning you from one place of your life to another place, helping you to get to your purpose, he's using that to develop you. He's using that to grow you. He's using that to change you so that you'll be ready for the purpose that he has for you. And so I believe that in even in the midst of that, the people that he places, even as we see with Joseph, God gave, he was setting them up with different people and every person was shaping him for his purpose, for the place that he was supposed to be in. We even look at David. David was a shepherd boy, but then got connected with a king's son. Even though he was anointed to be king, he wasn't ready for the king life. He wasn't ready to be king. So God connected him with someone that knew how kingdom worked. He knew how the castle worked. He knew how the functions and the flavor of how it went. And he connected him with someone that could shape him to become that person. 
So I believe that even in that of us discovering our purpose, that we also should find someone to help us to be able to shape our purpose. Now, I will say this, and this is just, just to add a little bit more personal piece in it. Yes. Is for me, as I was discovering and trying to go after my purpose, one of the things that happens, and then we're kind of going to shift a little bit, but one of the things that happens is even in us discovering our purpose is we can, we can run from the person that helped shape our purpose because of our perspective. Because of our self-perspective, mm. we can run from the person that is mm. supposed to help us shape our purpose because of our own self-perspective. Um, and so one of the things that, I, that, that we, we talked about is we talked about this context of the children of Israel. Right before they were supposed to go into the promised land, um, Moses sent out by the instructions of God to send out some spies to go look at the land. And then they came back with some different reports. We both right. know this context of scripture, um, but I'm a, we're going we're gonna to shift this and make it a little bit more personal. I, Let's get it a little nice and juicy uh, since we're up in here. <laughs> ahead, and, so, um, and so what we recognize is as they are sharing with the tribe of Israel and with Moses, their perspective of what they saw over in the promised land, one of the things that stings out to me is they, one, they brought evidence that the place that they were supposed to be in had fruit. That always blows my mind. They they brought they brought back evidence that the place that they were going in had fruit. It was it was already functional. It was already producing. It was something that was already um, um, making it happen, as we, we as we can be able to say in this form. But as they were going through this context, this was the purpose of your deliverance was for you to get to the promised land. Mm -hmm. And so, but even in the midst of this, they get to a point where now you have these 11 people proclaiming and saying, we can't go over there because of our own self-perspective of who we are. Mm -hmm. um, and so one of the things that tying these two contexts together again is sometimes what happens with us, I believe, is that we, we run from the context, we, we hinder ourselves from getting to our purpose because sometimes we, we, we have this self-perspective of ourselves that affect us from being able to be groomed by those that God placed on our lives. Mm -hmm. And sometimes even the context, we, we get afraid of what might be ahead of us because of we feel like we're not good enough to have it. Um, right. So again, just to throw this out, now we, let's make it, I'm going to take it to a personal context for me, is for me, I realize that what I'm doing now is a part of my purpose, mm -hmm. um, is a part of the assignment that God has me on. But I also realize that there are people that God has assigned to my life to help groom me for my purpose. But because of the self-perspective that I might have had, that I had of, ain't no might, that I had of myself, <laughs> that I had of myself, I was like the children of Israel that gave the report. Because I see myself this way, they must see me this way also. Right. So I want you to kind of, before we, we're going to have, I told you we're going to get a little nice and juicy. Right. And, but before, so before we did, we'll get in it. Well, don't, we get, don't get too juicy, Obi, man. Don't get too juicy, Obi. <laughs> but what I want you to do is, because I believe it's a lot of people that yes. are in that bubble. Yes. That, that, that they, they, even if they found their purpose, they're afraid right. of the next piece, right. you know, because well, of how they seem themselves. 
Yes, can certainly. you speak into that piece? Yeah, definitely. You know, Proverbs 18 and 16, it reads that a man's gift makes room for him and bring him before great men. And that's really alluding to what you was pretty much sharing as it relates to God will line up people mm -hmm. in your life that's designated to yeah. help blossom the purpose of God in your life. But it says that you got to understand it's your gift. It's that gift that he gave you. So you got to mm -hmm. recognize that's where it comes to self-examination. You know, what mm -hmm. is that gift? Once right. I know what that gift is, I need to perfect that gift. I need to hone that gift because it's that gift that gives me focus for my direction. And while I'm moving towards that destiny, there will be great men and women who will mm -hmm. be there to aid. Now, when you spoke of perception, Mm -hmm. That is certainly key as it relates to our purpose, Hiram, because if we don't know this, let me state the obvious that many of us are just negative thinkers. Right. And we have a negative bent towards life. Really, honestly, just about all of us, you mm -hmm. know, have a negative bent towards life. And the reason why I bring this up is because we have to fight. Like Salmon, we got we to gotta swim upstream mm -hmm. against the current of negativity. Because yeah. when we wake up, naturally, we think in a downward situation. Case mm -hmm. in point, if your boss was to come to you prior to you breaking for your lunch, mm -hmm. and your boss said to you, Hiram, after lunch, I want to have a conversation with you in my, in my office naturally, you're going to start thinking all the negative things. For real, yeah. That your supervisor <laughs> could possibly say to you. Now, yeah. they never indicated it was going to be a negative meeting. Mm -hmm. All they said was, I want to talk to you in my office after you have lunch. Now, if you're like me and the majority of the mm -hmm. population, you're thinking, hey, man, forget lunch. Let's just get it over with. <laughs> Why? Because I don't want to spend the next hour in a in a bath of negative thinking. So uh, real. Yeah, we typically think negative. And guess what? After lunch, your boss could have brought you in and she could have said, you've been doing an excellent job and wanted mm -hmm. to make you aware of the fact we're talking about giving you a promotion. Right. And it's like, well, my God, I thought all that negative stuff. Why? When, when we're in relationships, mm -hmm. let's say you know, the husband or the wife comes to the other. And typically this happens with us men. If our wives come to us and they say, hey, we need to talk. Oh, <laughs> man, we need to talk. What we got to talk about? Right. Because we start thinking negative thoughts. That's and all true. they may be wanting to say is, we just haven't had a conversation in a while. And yeah. I want to find out how you're doing and let you know what's been on my mind and things that mm. I've been thinking of. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, uh, was that it? Why do I even bring this to the fore? Mm -hmm. Because many of us will tap out too early when it comes to our purpose because mm. we think negative. You mentioned how Moses sent the 10 spies into the promise. God gave them the promise. That promise was their purpose for their life. Yeah. And the two spies came back and they said, man, there's giants in the land. And then they went on to say, we see ourselves as grasshoppers. Yeah.
Not yep. that the giants see us like grasshoppers. That's how we see ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if you see yourself in a negative light, then more than likely you won't be able to swim upstream against the negative current mm-hmm. and make it to your purpose. You'll tire wow. out. You'll tap out. You'll say, man, I had enough. But if you know that what God has for you, that it is certainly for you, then you'll start to train yourself to think in a positive way. You know, one of the things that my father, the late Nate Holcomb, used to always say is every day when I get up, I go down. Yeah. And he said, I will pray to God. Why? Because I want to be light in a dark world. I want to live up in a down world. I want to go further. I want to do more. That yeah. was his way of practicing the positive. So hmm. that's what we have to do because perception, Hiram, it is so critical. The Bible talked about a woman by the name of Hagar. Mm-hmm. And Hagar found herself in a bad situation. She didn't ask hmm. to give birth to Abraham's baby. That was Abraham and Sarah's idea. But yeah. they brought her in on their you know, plan. And the plan backfired. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, they kicked Hagar out of the house. And, and that was pretty much, God said, at this point, you got to put her out the house. Right. Now, Hagar finds herself in the desert with mm-hmm. a crying child. Now, I'm speaking to somebody right now. Yes, you somebody are. who was going through right now as we're speaking. And, and they're crying out to God. And the Bible said, God, he heard Hagar from heaven. And he spoke to Hagar and he says, what's telling you? Why are you crying? And Hagar began to say, because I don't want the child to die. Some people out there, the goals they have, the visions that they have, the desires, the purpose, I don't want it to die. And God says, the child won't die. God's telling you right now, that dream, it won't die. But then God said to Hagar, this is my point. He said, Hagar, just look over there. And what do you see? And Hagar said, it's a well. It's a well. Hmm. Now, the Bible didn't say God created that well all of a sudden out of thin air. Right. Guess what? That well, it been there. Mm -hmm. And here Mm -hmm. Hagar and her child are dying of thirst. And she's Mm -hmm. sitting near Mm -hmm. a well. Wow. The reason why she could not see the well is because she was wounded. Mm, 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 mm. She was wounded behind the fact of the offense that took place with Abraham and Sarah putting her out. She couldn't see the well because she was worried. Mm. Worrying Mm. about her future. How am I going to make it? She couldn't see the well because she was weak. Mm. Because life had beat on her to such a degree And God said, Hagar, look over there. In essence, take your eyes off your problem. Remove your mind from your pain and put your mind on your purpose, that you have a purpose. And what God said to Hagar then, Hiram, he's saying to the weak, the worried, and the wounded right now, What's that? It is well. Mm. (laughs) It is well. All you got to do is stop thinking about the negative. Mm. You know, Joshua, he he faced Jericho. 
him and the children of Israel. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the scripture says Jericho was fortified. Nobody could get in. Nobody was coming out. And so when yes, you think sir. about your purpose, it's like, man, I don't know if I can get in. I don't know if I can get to it, man. I don't know. <laughs> facing what I'm facing. But this is right. what God said to Joshua. The Bible says he showed up as an angel and he said to Joshua, see, I have given you Jericho. Now, I love that. Before he told Joshua, see, I have given you Jericho. He told Joshua what he told Joshua's predecessor. That's Moses. He mm -hmm. says, remove, hit us now, remove the sandals from off your feet. Mm. Now, now, what are we talking about? God removed the sandals from off my feet. He says, yeah. Why? Because your sandals, they're man-made. Mm. But your feet, God said, that's what I've made. And you can't see what I've made because you're always looking at what you've done. Wow. You're always looking at what mama has done, what mm. papa mm -hmm. has done, or what your family haven't done. You know, we ain't never going to be anything. Nobody in my family ever went to college and, and all that's, that's the sandals. Right. Yeah. That's man-made efforts. Mm -hmm. And God says, no, if you're going to get to your purpose, you can't try to figure out what only God going to work out. You yes, have sir. to move that man-made mentality and trust God, knowing mm -hmm. that God is the creator. Mm -hmm. And if there's not a position for your gift, he'll make one. Yeah. God will make the crooked things straight. God will cause the lines to fall in pleasant places as it pertains to your mm -hmm. life. All he's telling you is, see, I have given it to you. Mm -hmm. He said, Joshua, don't worry about how strong and how fortified Jericho mm -hmm. is. He yes, said, sir. just look at me. Mm -hmm. And if you consider who I am, then you'll make it to your purpose. Well, well, how am I going to make it to my purpose? One day at a time. It goes, yes, back, it goes back to patience. You know, it's like the, the man who committed a crime mm -hmm. and he had to go to court. And the judge told him, the judge said, I'm going to sentence you 50 years for doing this crime. Mm. And the man said, what? 50 years? And the man said, judge, I can't do 50 years. I can't do 50 years. And he began to get hysterical. And the bailiff took hold of him. And the judge said, no, 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 let him go. And the judge said, let me ask you, sir. He said, can you do one day in jail? And the man said, one day? He said, well, yeah, I, I can do one day. That ain't no problem. I can do one day, judge. And the judge said, okay, good. For the next 50 years, just do one day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what God is telling us about our purpose, Hiram. He said, oh, man. man, you're looking too far down the road. Yeah. You're thinking too long. He says, no, play the short game right now. Mm -hmm. All you have is this day. Yeah. This is the day the Lord has made. Mm -hmm. So all you have to do is get your priorities straight. This is what Psalm 32 Verses eight through nine says, God speaking to us, I will instruct thee and teach mm -hmm. thee in the way you should go. God says, I will guide you with my eyes. 
He says, only be not as the horse or like the mule. Now, we're talking about getting to this purpose. You got to have a positive attitude. You got to have patience. But then you got to have this right perception. And then your perception is, as I look to God, I trust God to guide my way. And God says, just don't be like who? The horse or the mule. What's important about that? Well, the horse is impetuous. It -hmm. gets excited and runs ahead of God. God (laughs) said, don't be like the horse. But Mm -hmm. then the mule is stubborn. And when God says it's time to move, the mule just brays and says, man, I'm not ready. I I don't think I can do it, Lord. I don't think I have enough. And God said, don't be like the mule neither. Just move with the spirit of the living God. Because when you are able to focus on your purpose with patience, perseverance, persistency, then you're able to head in that direction better. You're able to drive through life Mm -hmm. and not drift through life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, goodness gracious. Um, I know we ain't supposed to be in church, but uh, but my <laughs> Lord, <laughs> no, because it's good, and I and I and I hope one. I'm seeing different comments. I'm seeing people uh, saying different things. But one of the things that I'm I'm grateful for is that you did. You help surely with the context of one Hagar. The revelation of Hagar was was just mind blowing. But it helped me because. I think just like you said, sometimes because we are we are bent to lean into that context of negativity so much, we miss the things that are standing right before us. Right. We miss the help that is sitting right there the whole entire time. And so what we wanted to do and what I wanted to do with this podcast and with this conversation is to make sure that people, when they when they walk away or listen to this, they get a clear understanding, which I believe we all have got a clear understanding of not only that we have a purpose, but be able to how, how do we find our purpose as well as to understand really, I would say, the dynamic of what perspective does. Even in that, even when it comes in reference to our purpose. Um, And so for me, what I want to share, and as you were talking, um, I kept even just filling this context to really push in and lean in um, before we wrap it up. But lean into this thing is because I believe that there are people on that are listening or that are watching, just like you said, that they are like Hagar, Mm. where it's not that they don't have a purpose. Is not that God hasn't placed something, a desire or a dream or something inside of them, but because they have been so hurt. That's right. But because they have, because they feel like life has beat them so much down that they feel so weak, you know, be, because they feel all of these contexts is because they're worrying about how can I make it? Will it happen? It, you yes. know, have I waited too long? You know, all of these things, because of all of these things, they have lost sight of the purpose. They have lost right. sight of the help that is sitting right before them. Um, and, and, and I want to say this because sometimes what I do want us to understand is this powerful piece. The help that was sitting before Hagar was not related to Hagar. Mm-hmm. It was just by Hagar. 
I need us to hear that. The, the help that was sitting next to Hagar was not related to Hagar. It was not connected to Hagar in this aspect. It was something that was just by Hagar. It was something, and even we can use it in this context, it was someone that has been there all along. Yeah. But because you were so focused on the other pieces of the puzzle, you missed out on the help that's been standing there all by, by the whole entire time. Right. I think I think sometimes we need to realize that God is always near. God is always by, right. but also God uses man to stand by you. And we can get so sometimes we can get so caught up in God, I'm trying to find you. God, I'm trying to see you. And he's saying, I'm right next door. Mm -hmm. God, I'm trying to find you. God, I'm trying to see you. Well, it's the person that I've been sending to encourage you. God, I'm trying to find you. God, I'm trying to see you. Where, where are you? I'm calling out to you. But it's the person that's been trying to get to you the whole entire time. And I, it, it reminds me of which I'm not a storyteller. Um, you know, I'm trying to build to become one, which I that's will. Be right. And uh, but but I remember the, the it's, it's an old storyline that talks about um, there was a man that there was a great flood that happened in this in this in this home area. And so it was this, the, the police came by and was asking the man and saying to the man, hey, listen, man, it's a flood coming. There's this nice storm coming. We need you to go ahead and get out. So we're evacuating the people. And he said, no, the Lord going to take care of me. I'm going to wait on the Lord to come get me. And then it says that then, you know, all these people started evacuating. Another person came by and said, hey, man, listen, we got to get up out of here before this storm comes. He said, no, man, the Lord going to help me. The Lord going to provide a way. And then it says that the winds, the storm and the wind came in and started flooding. He didn't crawl up on the top of his house. And then and then some people came on a boat and was like, hey, man, come on. This thing is yeah. about to get worse, about to get worse. And he said, no, man, I'm waiting on the Lord. The Lord going to provide. The Lord going to help me. And it says all the people then left and the storm ended up taking them away. Mm. And at the end of the storyline, the whole context was he gets before God and says, God, now, wait a minute. I was waiting for you to come. He said, man, I sent the police officer to come and get you. I sent the, I sent your neighbor to tell you to get out of here. I sent the right. man on the boat to come I'm get you. Mind. The whole time you're waiting on something else right. and your help is sitting right next to you. Yes. So what I want us to realize as we understand, as we again, we wrapping this up. But as we understand this, I want us to hear because I'm sharing from my own perspective. Yeah. That how we can realize and God can show, even as he showed tonight, yes, you do have a purpose. And let me show you what your purpose is and how you can find it. But we can get so lost in the negativity of our perspective that we don't see the people that God has placed right next to us that can help us get to the place that we've been crying out to God to yes. get to all along. So before we end, I want you, I want to give you an opportunity to just give some uh, closing statements as well as how people can be able to follow and stay connected with you um, as we ended up. Go ahead. Amen. Well, you know, I want to say as a final thought to mm -hmm. everybody who's listening that we've been discussing, of course, purpose and how we got to have positivity and, and we got to have the right perception and then of course looking at the people around us but I want to conclude simply with this Hiram there is a purpose for purpose mm. purpose mm. ain't just for the sake of us having a purpose but God yeah. gives us a purpose for a purpose so yeah. there is purpose even to purpose 
And what that purpose is, is to touch the lives of others, to meet the needs of others, and to glorify God. Just this morning, my family and I, in our devotion, we were reading Acts chapter 9 about a woman who was a disciple of the Lord, and her name was Tabitha. And the scripture said that Tabitha, she grew sick, and finally she died. And Peter was in a nearby city. And so they sent for Peter to come and really eulogize mm-hmm. Tabitha's funeral. Mm-hmm. And when Peter got to the house, the Bible says he was bombarded by all the people that were in the house and they were showing Peter the different dresses and the different robes that Tabitha had made. Mm-hmm. And all they were doing was bragging on the gifts that Tabitha mm-hmm. had gave them by, work, by way of just sewing. Yeah. She was a seamstress. Right. Mm-hmm. She put together clothes for them. And the Bible says Peter put everybody out the room. Mm. And Peter got on his knees and began to pray to the Lord. And mm. all of a sudden, something came over Peter, Hiram. And Peter said, my God, I never met this woman named Tabitha. And they spirit it <laughs> up in my spirit about this woman named Tabitha and how she touched the lives of so many by just sewing clothes. And the Bible mm, says, mm, Peter mm, then commanded Tabitha, get up. Mm. And the scripture says, Tabitha opened her eyes. She woke up and looked at Peter. And Peter took her by the hand. And he brought her back out before the people. And the people, mm. of course, as you can imagine, they were amazed to see Tabitha right. alive again. And the Bible says, mm, 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 right mm. around verse 42 of Acts chapter 9, it says, And then many people believed on the Lord. Why? Hmm. Because Tabitha got back up. Now, why do I close with that particular thought and feeling? Let me tell you. Because the Bible tells us Tabitha, she didn't have no great gift like many of us would consider just some Mm -hmm. profound gift. Mm-hmm. No, she wasn't the president of a company or, or a country. You know, she didn't mm-hmm. lead the campaign of Jesus Christ. No, she just sold stuff together. Yeah. But because she used that gift to bless other people, people, they bragged about that. Mm-hmm. And God is saying, some of you out there, you got gifts, but you think them insignificant. You think them to be so minor and minute that they can't make a difference. And God says, no, that's why I gave you that gift. And what God is saying to you is what Peter said to Tabitha. You might have allowed that particular purpose again to die. But hear the spirit of the Lord. He's commanding you, get up. You got a second chance. He gave Tabitha a second chance. God is giving you a second chance. You might have discredited yourself. You might have disqualified yourself. You might even be at the point of suicide. Why Mm. should I go another day? I have no meaning. I have no purpose. Well, the devil is a liar. God is saying to you right now, get up. Get out there and begin to share the gift that God has given unto you. And he'll use that to bring many people to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So my friends, be inspired, be encouraged, knowing that God is real. His love for you is real. 
and that the purpose for your life is not in a figment of your imagination, but the purpose is real. Just be patient. Know the plans that God has for you. They're plans of good and not evil to give you a bright future. Remember this. We are better together. As you use your gift and I use my gift, we can truly transform this world. Amen. Hey, uh, again, I'm Tyrone Holcomb. You can find me on my website at tyronehocum.net. I have teachings and, and books and things of that nature that you can avail yourself to. You can email me if you have questions or comments. You can email me at tyronehocum, the number seven, at gmail.com. Again, that's tyronehocum, the number seven, at gmail.com. If you don't know how to spell Holcomb, that's H-O-L-C-O-M-B, H-O-L-C-O-M-B. And Tyrone is a throwback name, y'all. So y'all should not <laughs> spell that one. That's with one R, one E, T-Y-R-O-N-E. Amen. God bless. <laughs> Amen. So again, I say thank you, sir, for coming on tonight and sharing with us the revelation. I know for sure um, it has helped me, and I know that it has helped other people. And just as you were sharing, I believe that this is this is a part of this context. This is what purpose looks like, Amen. is when we are doing what God has called us to do, and it's helping people. It's helping those and glorifying God in the midst of it all. Mm -hmm. And so we thank you again, sir, for being on tonight. Um, truly, it's an honor for me. And I promise y'all, this is not going to be the last time. Come this on, come with uh, So you will see a lot more of, uh, again, my mentor, Elder Tyrone Holcomb, the one and only. Love you, sir. Love you and love everybody that's listening, man. God bless. Stay safe. So again, thank you all for... I want to say thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I pray that whatever word that you have heard, the thing that touched you, I pray that it inspired you to be able to make some form of change, to push you closer to your dream, to push you closer to that business idea that you had and you have. I want you to find that greatness within you. Can you do me a favor and continue on this journey with me? Every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Follow me on all of my social media platforms so that us together can be able to develop and be the greatest person that God ordained us to be.